0: Hey guys, welcome into the Court Up podcast. I'm Jack. He is Frank. This is our NFL Week Nine edition. Uh, all right, now I can officially say it. Now we're halfway towards the end of the season. All right, yep. I got a, got a little excited last week, but but here we are. Uh, it's it's already November, Frank. It's, it's flying by. Um, yeah. So, full disclosure. Uh I I did miss the immediate reaction pod for the Bears game because I was taking my niece trigger treating I was not aware that we wouldn't we would be going at, at noon. I thought this was gonna be more like a four o'clock, you know, nighttime thing. But I was reminded that small child small children usually don't last like stay up that long when it gets dark outside. And I'm like, all right, let's just go. So uh, I, I was not able to watch to 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 be along Frank for the the reaction pod. Um, he he understood though. He he, he you know, definitely didn't fi- threaten to fire me from the podcast. But uh, as you can see, we're both still here. Uh, Frank, do you mind if uh, if I give some thoughts on on the Bears and 49ers game?
1: Yeah, no i I invite it because I was I'm trying to not be emotionally invested um, in this team anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and I really love what I saw at Justin Fields, but my frustration comes with um, it it, since twenty nineteen it seems like anytime the offense has a good game, the defense doesn't show up, (laughs) and it's like you know, if if we just if someone if even if it was just to me and you, if like you know ownership was like hey like they're they're done Nag Nagy's gone, I would be like okay perfect, but part of me just you know. I just feel like they're going to look for any reason to bring this guy back.
0: They are, they are literally like. First of all, that's the definition of a mediocre team, is when one side of the ball finally decides to show up, the other side drops it. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's 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 what a mediocre team looks like. Uh, on uh, to, to your point, it almost feels like you're kind of you're, you're basically going to say. Man, if the defense would have just, you know, if we could just get that defense that's usually always there and that offense working together, like we just need a couple games of that. It's like you're just continuously waiting for things to turn yeah. around when in just reality, they're just not a good football team. They're not well coached. They're not well, you know, they don't have very good players. They all, you know, they're just not very deep. I, I think it really <laughs> is that simple. Like, yeah. it, I don't know how else to really describe it. The defensive line, you're just getting older. You can't really build your team around like elite defenses. I I don't defense may win championships, but I really don't think that's how you build a football team. Yeah. You can, you can spend money on on a couple guys here or there, but you can't just like, it just doesn't work. It's, you know, every year is so different, especially when it comes to the defensive side of the ball, like Akeem Hicks. He gets a couple injuries last year and then you, you know, get him back this year. I'm like, okay, you know, he'll be, he'll be fine. No, man, he's older. He's taking injuries. Like, he's not the same guy. And and the reason I'm starting on the defensive side of the ball is because that's why they lost the game. Uh, Devo Samuel, yes, he is a very good player, but good enough to turn a third and 20 into a, a 79 yard, almost touchdown run. A negative on a one pass, pass too. Yeah. It wasn't like they went downfield. <laughs> on a screen pass. That never works. A bubble screen to the outside that never works for the Bears gets turned into an, basically the game changer because no one can tackle him. I That just can't happen. You can't have Jimmy Garoppolo out there looking like a, just a baller. I mean, he came into town, came home, Frank, Roland Meadows High School alum, and he came in and just kicked their fucking asses. Yeah, Brandon AU getting involved a little bit. You can't let yeah. that happen. The guy's been doing nothing, and I know that because he's on a couple of my fantasy teams. <laughs> you can't be doing that. You, you can't do that, Frank. Yes, I know Khalil Mack is out the game. You know, Robert Quinn makes a couple nice plays here and there, but my God, this secondary is so thin. Jalen Johnson, he's doing what he needs to do, but Vildor, like this is my problem, Frank. It, it, it was the hope that young guys would step up And without any evidence to suggest that they would like that's that's crazy talk. Jalen Johnson expecting him to be cornerback one. fine, that's acceptable, I think, because last year he showed a lot of promise. But like Kendall Vildor basically being like, all right, kid, we got no one else. So you got to do it. It's like that doesn't work. It just doesn't. It doesn't work, man. Yeah, It, it really doesn't.
1: I feel I feel really bad for Sean Desai. Because he, I mean, he's in a tough spot. Like when you're, when your front seven is, is pretty good or even really good on some weeks and your secondary is that bad. If that pass rush doesn't get home, I mean, and it didn't at all. Like the, the first quarter, they looked, the front seven looked all right. After that, it was just all downhill. And it's like, you can't send more blitzes because then your secondary is even more exposed But then if you're not getting any pressure, just organically, I mean, he and he was running stunts. He was getting guys around and they just were not getting off blocks
0: all day. Jimmy G had all All day
1: day. And that's my point. Like, I feel awful for him because when you watch the film, he's trying things like like defensive coordinators don't have the level or can't have the level of creativity that offensive coordinators have to sort of cover up gaps on offense or get people wide open. You just kind of have to try shit. You know what I mean? And like, see what's working that day. See if you can, you know, be a little bit more aggressive or maybe you have to be more conservative that day. And I feel bad for him, dude. He just does not have it because I I legitimately think he's a good defensive coordinator. He's yeah. a good play caller. And he just doesn't have the talent there, man. Like it's, it's that was not a reflection of him because I'm sitting there watching and, you know, I'm paying attention to the front seven. Roquan blitzed a few times. He couldn't get off. He, you know, there was nowhere for him to go. And I'm like, dude, this guy's trying everything and they just yeah. can't do anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, Travis Gibson's trying to cover people. He's just not a coverage linebacker. Like
1: they put it, they put him. He was a slot corner on a few yeah, plays. What the hell? Yeah. What are we doing?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really is just. And, and I think what's frustrating, Frank, is like we we've talked about it. The most important thing is Justin Fields' development. But like games like that, they they should win. And if if I knew that games like that, if they do lose those games, then that guarantees no more Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Because I'm going to flip the coin here a little bit. I'm going to talk some positives. There, there were some, surprisingly. I mean, I really hope anybody last week who was saying, Justin Fields may be bad. Is he ju- – is Justin Fields actually terrible? I hope you felt like a fucking damn fool – when you're screaming your head off, yeah, Justin Fields is the man. He's our quarterback. Like, I hope he felt like an asshole. Because after watching, I don't know how you watched last week and be like, is Justin Fields bad? Justin, that was by far his best game. And it comes after a week where everybody was just dogging on him. And it, like he's playing a tough-ass team. He gets a, a good matchup against the 49ers defense that, while not great, they still have some good pieces, and I mean, he's outrunning Nick uh, Nick Bosa. You know, he he literally get or got around the edge and outran him. And people are like, Justin Fields is pretty good. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what we've been trying to tell you. He's stepping into some throws. I mean, that touchdown throw he threw to Jesse James, where he's phenomenal. just phenomenal. That's that is if that was Patrick Mahomes, that would be on Sports Center for twenty four
1: hours. 100%. It would have been replayed not, nonstop. Not only was he rolling to his left, he did like a weird sort of jump thing to get his arm angle correct. Yeah. And he put it in the only he, yeah. He put it in the only spot that Jesse James could catch it, but it was also just out of the reach of a diving defensive back. I mean, that was that's one of the best throws I've ever seen by a Bears quarterback since I've no, been Frank, watching Bears football. Frank.
0: Frank, that is the best throw you've ever seen by a Bears quarterback. Let's just let's just call it what
1: it is. Jay called dropping back no, against the no. Seahawks in the playoffs, letting it rip to Greggles, and Greggy catches it for an eighty-yard touchdown. Jackie, I don't know, I don't know.
0: <laughs> the the playmaking, the, the that that play he had where he the the touchdown run where he turned it and it was, I mean, a clear Holy sack. Shit. That's. That's elite That's that's elite quarterback QB1 fantasy yeah. relevant yeah. quarterback stuff right Yeah, there. That is that is what everybody who said, that's what you see from Russell Wilson. Like, that's magic. That's 100%. literally what all of those quarterbacks are able yeah. to do.
1: And and it's stuff like that that what I was talking about last week is, like, you're starting to see that internal clock start to speed yeah. up a little bit. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe he gets sacked right there. It's a broken play, clearly. And he's just like – Let me, let me do it. He recognizes that they're coming in. He rolls out and he gets out. I mean, wonderful. And, and again, it's like losses like these, if we had a new regime in here, we would be so ecstatic about that game because all in all, that's a moral victory on, on many fronts. And I know people are going to probably downvote the video on YouTube after I just said that moral victories aren't really good thing. You're talking about a kid. This kid's two best games came after his two worst games. That's fucking telling. He yeah. gets his ass kicked against the Browns, and he comes back against the Lions and drops dimes. He gets his ass beat by the Goat in Tampa Bay, and he comes back and just balls out of his mind. Best game that he's played. Like that is telling, dude. I don't care about the final score. This year for me is all about Justin Fields, and and his the responses like that. You can't teach that shit. He's got the yeah. goods.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm Frank. I I started him in my fantasy league. Uh, in, in one of our he, super Fla he actually like 20 points didn't he 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 uh it, ours is a little bit quarterback centric so it was like it was like 35
1: and oh, oh, you know, he got I,
0: like- I, people people are worried i know people are worried a little bit more about the about the passing yards but you got to remember with with running quarterbacks they aren't going to consistently throw for 300 yards so it's, it's just not what they do they they get maybe maybe average like 250, the elite ones, I'm saying, average about 250 yards, and then they get maybe like another 50 to to 100 on the ground. That's what those elite running quarterbacks typically do. Um, Now, obviously, the best of the best, you know, Andrew Luck, that type of stuff, they're getting, you know, 300 passing yards plus the 100 rushing yards to just make it, you know, that much better of a day. But I, I, you know, just people who are like, where's the 400-yard passing game? It's like, that's not what this Bears offense does. And Frank, I, I finally... I don't know why it took me so long, but I finally figured out what this offense is missing, and ironically, he wears number 19 and he's on the San Francisco 49ers. They do not have anyone on their team that can get yards after catch. That's true. That is their biggest weakness and that is something they desperately need to add to an to this offense. Allen Robinson I mean, he catches it sort of, and then he falls down and he gets like a couple extra yards. Cole Komet makes a nice little catch, falls down. And it's like, even Darnell Mooney, He he he's kind of starting to do that, like that Tariq Cohen thing that we started not to like so much where he's, he like catches it, makes a nice move, and then immediately looks for out of bounds to to like stay upright. He doesn't really make a nice move yeah. and then get up field. Like he's... So that's what I think they're missing from this offense. And the last thing I want to say about the 49ers, that, that game, because there really isn't a whole lot else. The offensive success the Bears had, and, and I got a text from my friend, and I, I didn't really even think about it too much until after he said it. I was like, the, the, the best offensive game they've had, at least how it looks, how it feels, that's a detriment to Matt Nagy not being there. I mean, he's at home. He's he or yeah. wherever he is. I don't know where he is. He wouldn't tell anyone. He's he's not at the game. He's not coaching. He's not on the sideline calling plays, or at least determining what plays are called. He's at home, and that was the best the Bears' offensive look, and they look competent. And it's sad that my you know my friend who texted me is like it's it's kind of sad. It's pathetic that we consider that competent. And I'm like, I mean, for the Bears. It 100 is.
1: Yeah, well, and the thing was too. I mean, Justin Fields made some big time throws. Yeah. You're like, and it should have been a tie game, but Cairo Santos missed the extra point. Like we were in that game for most of the game. He that kept one's us in a, there.
0: to a Marquise Goodwin throws it in between three to five. Like that was, window, he
1: absolute. Dying. And he missed some throws. And I, and I touched on this in my in the immediate reaction. Like he missed some throws. It is what it is. Everyone misses throws. You can't. And this this was our problem. Remember with Chris Sims with the in biggest game. He missed. He was. He missed the fourth throw. And then you look at the stats and you're like, those were the only four throws. And like two of them were drops. Like, what are we talking about right now? Like, if you throw the ball 30, 40, 20 times, you know, 25, even you're going to, some are, they're not all going to be on the money, but he made big, big time throws, man. He looked good. Um, but that was really, that, that was my biggest takeaway. Just watching the offense uh, was kind of what you just said. We, you know, with Bill Lazor calling the plays, there has been more rhythm to it. But then there's also been weeks where it's like, oh, what is the general game plan? And it's very clear that while Nagy isn't calling the plays, he's still in the game planning, you know, th- throughout the whole week. And it's sort of his offense, though. It's still like it has the Nagy's fingerprints on him. This offense looked more free. It looked it looked less thinking. Yeah. It looked more yeah. open. It looked like you can tell because of COVID he had nothing to – like. Nagy has become so predictable in the way his offense looks. You can tell when he's even had a hand in, in <laughs> game planning. Cause it didn't look yeah. like, like Justin Fields and, and you're start we're starting to put the puzzle pieces together based on what people have said, you know, this often, you know, some of these players have that Justin Fields literally said the biggest difference between Nagy calling the plays and bill laser is that there's a calmness to it. It's, he's not being spoken to 20 miles per hour. It's not like just coming at him and everything like frantically. And it's like, you know we're we're starting to put this thing together that Nagy is just like he's not good at that and like we saw we got a little taste of what it is for to, for him to not be there at all and have nothing to do with it and while it's still probably not good enough because you're you're talking about a staff who had to put it together in a week it looks objectively better it's like it it's not it, this isn't there's no debate here. Like, this isn't subjective. This is, you saw it. We all saw it. And, and and if we can get this offense for the rest of the year, I will be satisfied. You
0: scored 20 points without your head coach, who's the offensive genius. I, yeah. I think, I, like, we, we can get on, you can get into all the numbers, you can get into all the little details. It is that simple. Yeah. The team scored 20 points without your head coach, who's considered an offensive genius by some. Probably not anymore by a lot, but at well, least During some the hiring did. process. During the hiring process, Yes. And I don't know, I think this game was just a perfect reflection of what the Bears are and, and who they, you know, just you have a sixth round running back who's turned into, I, I'm not going to say a star running back, but a very, very good running yep. back you can rely on where he makes your third round pick expendable, where he makes a guy that you signed to a three-year $15 million deal whose knee injury is still... The, I, I don't. This is the longest ACL
1: recovery I've ever seen in my life.
0: I, I don't, and, and still no update. They won't talk about. Yeah. it. So you, you don't know yeah. what's going on. So, listen. I, yesterday, or excuse me, on Sunday's game was was a perfect reflection, I think, of of all of the Bears, where their weaknesses are. Thin uh, secondary. They decided to let you know Kyle Fuller go because they needed to keep Jeremy Graham or something like that, and needed to bring in Andy Dalton. Had to bring him in. Had to get Andy Dalton in here when you traded draft capital for Nick Foles and spent a lot of money on him as well.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: I, I it just this was the end of the season. Anyone who still thinks that this is a playoff team, you're 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 delusional. You need to accept reality. This team is not good. This is not a playoff yeah. team, especially in the NFC because the yeah. NFC is legit. This is a legit. <laughs> there are yeah. a lot more legit teams that are pl- fighting for those playoff spots than than the Bears. This team just is not good.
1: I agree, and but but that's the thing though, Jack is like if we were all on the same page there uh, again, if if this was a new regime and this year was made all about Justin Fields, we would be fucking ecstatic right now. Yeah, we would be on this po- We we would have done you you would have you would have got on Skype from your phone, drunk, fucking out trick or treating with your niece. That's how excited we would have been about this game if this season was just about Justin Fields and the development of him and moving forward and really building a team. And getting acquiring more draft capital, we I mean we would have been it would have been like this is amazing. But now we're sitting here talking like, oh well, you know, Maggie should he have been fired? Like, could he be fired? Like, it's how much does he game plan? Like, it's just the dumb shit. Like, we shouldn't even be in this position. It's it's so stupid that that's where we're at this year. Yeah. But here here's where we are. So we're going to continue to move forward with it. And yeah, it's it's. I
0: I just hope people understand that. The more that this goes on, the less angry Frank and I will become. And I know a lot of people like to, to get our thoughts when when we're pissed off. What I will say, Frank, is you made a point that I absolutely love to see uh, to one of our our Packers associates. I'm not gonna call him a friend; he's an associate. I don't. I'm, I'm not friends with Packers fans. All right. Uh, they're they're afraid. They're afraid the Bears might have themselves a quarterback finally. And I was wondering. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. And I was kind of like, I still get like why they go out of their way to talk, you know, t- to let us know that Justin Field is bad. And you said it uh, on Sunday and it, it became crystal clear for me. They are 100 percent afraid that the Bears have yeah. have themselves a legit quarterback because yeah. they did not talk this way about Jay Cutler. They did not talk this way about Rex Grossman, Kyle Lorton. They definitely didn't talk this way about Mitch. They were like, ah, come on. Mitch is trying. He's trying his hard out. You uh-huh. guys should resign him. It's like, yeah, why, why do you think so? Why do you think we should bring back yep. Mitch? Because you know he sucks. Yeah, <laughs> no. It's, Justin Fields, he's terrible. You're fucking awful. It's like, trying to convince yourself there? Come on. Yeah. You know
1: it's, what you're doing. There, there's, there, there's a few in particular that they're trying to push this rhetoric. Yeah, Fields is terrible. He's awful. And. Not for nothing, they own him in a couple of leagues, and they're not selling him at the terrible price. Let, let, let me throw that out there. So there, there's, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So just, you know, thought thought that needed to be. Hey, Packers may have an opening at the quarterback position. Uh, Mitch is going to be a free agent. Maybe they could sign him. He could be their star, their starting quarterback if That's they true. want him so bad. Just saying. Sure, he, he he
1: won't be too expensive.
0: That, no, not at all. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our NFL Week Nine picks here. Um. Thursday night game, Frank. I, I wish I could be excited. It, it really is unfortunate that that two teams that I enjoy to watch are are just stuck in mediocrity. This Colts team is so much better than than they've than they've shown to be. They're fourteen nothing on the Titans, and they and they just they just can't pull it off. And it's just unfortunate because if they win that game, you know they're five hundred. They're right back in the season. They lose at home. And now they're 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 in a tough spot. They're in a real tough spot.
1: Well, the division's and done. They're they're fighting for a wild card spot at this point.
0: They are they are going to be fighting for a wild. Card. I I still think they're a good team, but Carson Wentz, you know, everything that people were worried about him really kind of showed its its ugly head on on Sunday. Uh, Thursday night game, Jets at the at the Colts. Frank the Jets, impressive. Showing win.
1: showing some moxie,
0: some sneaky Mike,
1: athleticism.
0: My, Mike White, Jim Rat. Literally, yeah. The Mike Jim Rat. That's just what they're gonna call him from now on. I mean, listen. <laughs> to have your head coach to play so well that you have your head coach saying that the second overall pick may not be the long-term answer.
1: <laughs> <quarterback>. Insane. <laughs> not, not, not insane. Like the coach is insane. It's insane that it took them this long to realize they shouldn't have ever drafted that kid. <laughs>
0: I mean, that was that was an impressive win for the New York Jets. Uh, That that being said, it's still the New York Jets. Give me the Colts Thursday night football. They're going all they're going with the all blue uniforms, which I'm very excited about. I love all the all blues. I I like those a lot. So I'm going Colts. You going Jets? No, I'm
1: going going Colts as well. Uh, For as fun as it was last week. The the Jets are very talent depleted. I mean, they 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 pulled you know they pulled the rabbit out of the hat with that one. It's not going to happen again. I don't think. Okay,
0: let's hope not. Uh, Raiders at the Giants. Uh, Frank, the Giants coming off a a kind of kind of bad. I get, I don't even know what that game was last night. That Monday night game against the Kansas City Chiefs It was not an enjoy- enjoyable game to watch. Uh, Raiders obviously coming off a bye. Uh, Raiders may be without their best wide receiver. We're still oh, not a hundred percent sure. I, think, I would assume so. Uh yeah, Henry Ruggs involved that. yeah, Henry Ruggs involved with a D in a in a DUI in case those who don't know, and not only a DUI, one that led to uh the the killing of another person. So <laughs> I I don't know if Henry Ruggs will be in the NFL ever again. We'll we'll yeah. obviously have to see on that.
1: Do so, you know something specifically about that? And not that we're yeah. a, a a law or crime podcast. How is that not murder? Like that shouldn't be manslaughter. You're operating a vehicle that can kill people while you're drunk. Yeah. I, it, it can't, it's not capital murder because you didn't plan to do it, but they're, they're, that's got to be like third second degree, degree, second right? degree. Yeah, something. Right. And I may sound stupid to anyone who, but like ma- like manslaughter to me, that doesn't, that's not harsh enough in that in, in that situation.
0: Yeah. I would say the only- Because manslaughter,
1: the- you, you you can get two, year, two years for manslaughter. It. It's like, you don't get we very don't- much time for manslaughter.
0: We, we don't know what the other driver was doing. I don't, I, I'm not saying that to defend Henry Ruggs. I get what you're saying. Like, we just don't know the details. I know what you yeah, mean. We, we don't know exactly what the charge necessarily is stemming from. Um, so, you know, who knows? Maybe the guy like he was turning on a red light or something and then Henry Ruggs, as he's drunk, hits. A, I don't know. We don't we don't know the details right now. So we'll definitely have to keep an eye on that. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders have lost their head coach. They've, <laughs> they've lost their, their best wide receiver. Uh, Frank, are you picking the Raiders or are you going the giants in this one?
1: I'm I'm going with the Raiders, Brian Edwards to the moon. He, he's their wide receiver one. Now you just plug Terrell Owens jr. In there and you get him going. The giants are a frustrating team because they're, they're so much better than the record. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't, I'm not, uh, a fan of them. Like I am the bears where I know I'm plugged in. Like, I don't know if it's just poor coaching or, or what something is wrong because they have talent.
0: Carious Tony, man. He's a, he's a baller. He, he can play. He, yeah, I, told you,
1: like, uh, I had debates throughout the whole off season that he was better than Elijah. Uh, more. Uh, Elijah more. I was going to say Elijah Mitchell. I mean, he beat the shit out of us so bad that that's like the first, that was the first thing. Can, <laughs> he's imprinted can,
0: himself on you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but, and it's like, he's proven it. It's, it's, he's a stud. Come
0: yeah, on, I'm go- going Raiders. I'm going Raiders uh, in these types of matchups where teams are kind of un- underperforming. I typically lean uh, towards the quarterback and Daniel Jones. I mean, he's, he's not a bad quarterback, but he's, he's not a very good quarterback. He, I, I,
1: you know, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. He reminds me a lot of Jay Cutler. Like the talent is clearly yeah. there. He has the fumble issues, and it's like it's either very good or very bad. There's kind of no in-between.
0: I just he don't can't, understand he's not, why he's
1: not like he didn't have the IQ to be a game manager, but he has the talent to really win you games sometimes. It's like he has a lot of that going on for him.
0: I just don't know why they're running him out of RPOs when he just had a concussion. Like he was in concussion protocol, and they're like, let's get him out. <laughs> it's like, yes geez, man. But you, you, you know
1: what, though? I, I think I, I'll push back on that a little bit because we have critiqued naggy for coaching scared after Mitch got hurt you know what I mean like at a certain point you can't coach scared but I, I get what you're saying you yeah. shouldn't overdo it and you probably shouldn't do it all the week after a concussion but we have critiqued the other way as well but but yeah I I, I agree I, I'm gonna push back a little
0: bit and just say that the Giants offense is a little different from the Bears offense because they have wide receiver threats.
1: Well, that's fair. Like that's fair. John,
0: John Ross, not a, not an elite playmaker, not the guy that they draft that the Bengals drafted. I, I think it was like top 10, maybe maybe 13th was, overall,
1: something was, like that. I thought he was like the he was a, he was like he was a the very, Yeah, he was a top 10. He pick. was a
0: draft. Yeah, he was he was a he was a top. I, I think he was a top 10. I think he might have been ninth. I don't remember exactly something like but, that. Yeah. He's not that guy anymore, obviously, but him and and Tony and and Sterling Shepard when he's healthy, like some good receivers, even, even uh, Darius Slayton, to a certain degree is like, they, they should be going more vertical, but they uh, giants offense. It's just, it's just bad. It's just not watchable. So I'm going with the Raiders, Uh, Atlanta at new Orleans. Now, big news here, you know, James Winston, ACL torn, done for the rest of the year. Uh, Surprisingly, New Orleans going with Trevor Simeon in at quarterback. Not their not their draft pick, Ian Book. Um, not John Elway. Not, I mean, uh, yeah. Taysom Hill. <laughs> not Taysom Hill. Uh, they they went with Trevor Simeon. So, a little, little surprise move there. But, take care of business and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Somehow, someway, yeah. they beat that team. That Frank,
1: defense, regular season-wise, just owns Tom. I don't know why. Who are you going with in this one? Um, I'm going a little upset special here. I'm going, I'm going Falcons. I know they didn't look good last, this past week. The saints, I don't, I mean, we've seen Trevor Simeon. I, I, I get that, you know, uh, Sean Payton is the guy he's, he's the real offensive genius, but I, I just, I can't see how, what you can really do with Trevor Simeon for a full game and someone actually gets the game plan for him.
0: Give me, give me the saints. Give me the saints at home. Uh, I, I still think overall talent wise, they're, they're, probably the best. They are probably talent wise. They're they're at least second best in that division behind the Buccaneers. Um I like, you know, Kamara, obviously good. They get Traquan Smith back and and he played he played pretty well. Um you know starting to get back into a rhythm there. Uh Atlanta obviously losing Calvin Ridley to mental health issues. I saw these stepping away. It didn't really say how long he plans on on being away. I don't think he Just knows right now. Yeah. I just don't like the weapons with Mike Davis just not being anything in that offense. You know, Cordova Patterson kind of coming back down to earth a little bit. I'm going with the Saints at home. Going with the Saints at home. I feel good about it, Frankie. Uh, Buffalo at Jacksonville. Let's go ahead and just skip this yeah, one. Buffalo all the
1: way. Yeah, come on.
0: We both picked Jacksonville, Frank, last week, and they let us down.
1: Yeah. Against the Seahawks. I picked Detroit last week, and they let me down.
0: They did. They lay, let me down as well. I thought, you know, we, we we thought we were getting a little clever with it. Let's keep it simple. Buffalo is going to take this one pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Cincinnati had a chance to uh, to build on their lead uh, in that division, and they, they did not. But Cleveland also does not look very good either. So, Frank, are we both going Cincinnati here? Or-
1: we're not, Jackie. I'm reintroducing a rule that we had last season that if the Browns <laughs> lost last week, they're winning this week. Is that just who Baker is? Yeah. He's gonna yeah, look it's, phenomenal. It's, gonna they're, they're gonna win forty one to thirty-six. Play? Oh, he's playing. Okay. Oh, he's playing. Okay. And if okay. he isn't, Case is gonna get in there because he's the better quarterback anyway.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would assume Cleveland Cleveland fans would be okay if Baker took the rest of the season off Dude, just like I am
1: I am so interested to see what this what happens with his contract.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a really fascinating pro uh, project to kind of watch. And, it and is Odell Beckham did absolutely nothing in that game, so you know, I who hate, knows? You got to free that guy. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Let let get him into an offense that needs uh, a wide receiver. I'm going Cincinnati. Joe Burrow. He doesn't like losing, Frank. He's going to come back and take care of business at home. Uh, New England at Carolina. Frank. New England back from the dead. <laughs> we 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 disrespected Bill. He watched the podcast. He's like. Yeah fuckers think i'm gonna lose to the chargers not, not gonna happen yeah give me new england on the road against carolina
1: yeah i'm going New england as well I, I just i'm chalking it up to this there's not a goddamn day in hell that sam donald beats bill belichick it just won't happen we, we've seen no. this time and time again
0: yeah no no i i don't think that happens either denver at dallas uh frank i'm going dallas in this one uh I, i'm not super impressed with them if, if i'm being honest um you know, I believe Dak Prescott will be back this week. So I think and, and you know, that, Frank, I got to tell you something real quick. Those people who are saying, oh, Cooper rushes, you know, look how much better Cooper rushes than even than than Justin Fields. Relax. All right. Justin Fields doesn't have C.D. Lamb or Amari Cooper. And yeah, I see the look on your face, Frank. I, that, I those didn't see anyone comments say I that. Got. That's insane. Yeah, those were some comments that I got. Well, Cooper Cup or, or Cooper Rush can throw for three hundred yards. Justin Fields can guys.
1: He he, they, he also has one of the best play callers in the league in Kellen Moore.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I did see that.
1: So that people, is people that is crazy. That. Yep. And they still yep. have a good so, offensive line yep. and a so run game. They have two of the best running backs in the league. They have everything that we don't. Well, we have a good run game.
0: You're yelling. You're yelling at the wrong guy. So I'm I'm gonna go Dallas with with Dak coming back. How about you?
1: Yeah, I'm going, I'm going. I mean, e- even if, even if Dallas doesn't have Dak coming back, I mean, the Broncos just aren't, the, the Broncos, I mean, they wear orange and blue just like the Bears. They're the Bears.
0: Well, yeah, and they got Vic Fangio over there, so.
1: Yeah, you know. they even brought over Vic.
0: Vic, Vic. Vic's toast. He's he's done. Yeah. Frank,
1: we're, we're going to have to go
0: over some, some quarterback changes, running back changes, head coaching changes that we think will happen in the offseason now that we're kind of getting towards the, you know, the playoff runs for certain teams, other teams are kind of just kind of just toast. So, uh, you know we'll th- definitely get into that.
1: You know, what I think we should do before we get into that, though. That could be for more the end of the year. We got to do some contenders and pretenders. Who, we do. We really, do. Cause... Who's really in this thing where we're halfway through the year?
0: Yeah, you know? I, I have a I have a couple teams in mind already that you asked that question. Uh, Minnesota at Baltimore. Frank. you going with Minnesota. Which purple team are you choosing to win this game?
1: This this is the exact type of team that the Ravens lose to because they just play down at their. I'm I'm going Minnesota here for the upset.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah,
1: I am. I um, am.
0: I'm going. I'm going Baltimore and 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 my guy Hollywood Brown is going to catch two touchdowns for 200 yards. Book it. Mark it right now. Houston at Miami. Frank, two teams intertwined with trade talks bowl. that just
1: Holy didn't happen. Shit. <laughs>
0: Brandon Cook's mad that that his friend Mark Ingram got traded for some reason I I, I don't really understand why, he was, upset, <laughs> why I, he was upset I don't either
1: I mean I, the, maybe he just, they're
0: he didn't see it coming I I don't, I don't know why he was so upset about that yeah. uh but with that being said uh who, who are you taking in this game to win
1: I'm going with the Texans I mean I, I don't know I, I I really don't like I, I'm I'm pulling because the Texans just have had more games where I was like, okay, like they got a little some, you know what I mean, like yeah. The Dolphins and and maybe it was an expectations thing because they're both one and seven, but it's like the Texans haven't looked awful in most of their games. Like they've been in some games, especially when Taraj Taylor was there. The Dolphins have looked legitimately bad in their losses. Like they they yeah. don't look like a good team. What's I mean, not that the, the Texans do, but you can sort of squint and say, hey, we got a little future. We you know we get get maybe a piece here. We could you know we could be the Bears. Uh, with the Texans. So that's why I picked him. I don't know. I mean, this is going to be a terrible game.
0: Give me the dolphins. Uh, I've, you know, I know, I know Tua didn't play great last week, but I I feel like he's kind of, he's kind of putting together a string of, of he had a couple real good games and then, you know, he didn't play terrible last game. So I feel like he's starting to kind of get into a rhythm a little bit more. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, uh, with Miami in this one. Uh, Chargers at Philadelphia. Chargers obviously losing to New England after their bye week where they just I, I don't know what what happened there against New England and then Philadelphia wins scoring 44 points against the Lions with Jalen Hurts literally doing nothing literally doing nothing resurrecting the career of Jordan Howard who by the way Frank is 26. Did you know that? Did you know Jordan Howard is only 26 years old?
1: I would if you asked me before <laughs> if you asked me before you just told me that I would have said 32 easily. Yeah, he's 26 years old. That's insane. Uh, Frank. I, I, which way are we going in this one? I, I'm going with the Chargers. There's, okay. I mean, the, I, I understand they're they're maybe not as good as we thought that they were, but this is not the Lions, and the Eagles are not going to be able to do what they did against the Lions.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the Chargers as well. I was trying to get some intrigue going. I uh, thought you might take the Eagles if I convinced you. No shot. You. <laughs> I,
1: they're, they're one of the teams. They're one of the teams that I'm just not picking anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going with the Chargers. They they'll look better now that they're not playing Bill Belichick again. Uh, Green Bay at Kansas City. Frank, when when this game was first, you know, brought up. Or in, in circles, I'm sure people were like circling this one. Oh, this is going to be a game of the week. This is going to be Sunday night, Monday night football, Green Bay at Kansas City. You get Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes, you know, the torch being passed. Uh, Frank, th- this this has lost all intrigue t- to me in person, because yeah. I just don't. I think the Chiefs have been proven just they're just not they're just not very good right now. I, I think it really is that simple. With that being said, are you going Green Bay or are you going Kansas City?
1: This is going to be the last week for me, sticking with our rule. Yeah. I'm going I'm going with the Chiefs because your back's against the wall here, and you're playing a real team. You can't get away with playing like you just did against the Giants. A light bulb has to switch on at some point, and that team has to turn back into the Chiefs. And if this isn't the week, then there won't be a week. They're, they're not going to make the playoffs. So I'm banking on them to to be themselves again, but I'm not very confident about it. If if I had to bet money, I'd be putting it on the Packers. But for the sake of our rule, I'm I'm going with the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs as well. It, they're at home. We still don't know the status of Devonte Adams. Yeah. Um.
1: Or no, that's right. Neither of them. We don't or, know.
0: Or Alan Lazard or MVS. We thought he might be coming back, but it, that ended up not happening. Obviously they just lost Robert Tunyon as well in the, in the Thursday night game. Yep. Um, you know, I, I thought, I would have thought that, you know, him uh, Devonte Adams being out would have meant the end for the Packers that week, but Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers did his thing and did what he needed to do. And Kyler Murray and the, the, the Cardinals just probably thought what everyone else thought. Oh, I thought Adams, we got this win. Uh, I don't know, man, the, the chiefs need to figure out, What's going on with Travis Kelsey? It, it can't just be Tyreek Hill trying to do every single thing himself. That, that just doesn't work. And, you know, they, they not that they need a, a run game or anything like that, but you have a, a, a guy wearing number 40 running the football, scoring touchdowns. Like, what the hell was going on <laughs> last night? Patrick Mahomes is just – now, what I, I did like, I, I did watch the, the Manning cast, and – Eli and Peyton were I, I, I love listening. to them. just like I'm not the biggest fan of some of the guests that they have on there. I think sometimes it gets a little awkward. Um, but when they're just talking about the game that's happening in front of them, like breaking it down, it's just so good. And they're talking about how Mahomes is just kind of settling in and, and making the getting back to making easy passes instead of just trying to score seven points on every throw. And I thought we saw him get back to that a little bit more. But the turnovers, man, they got to st- <laughs> they got to stop. They've gotta stop so I, I think this is the week they do it Kansas City they they will they will target the Green Bay weaknesses on defense I, I'm going I'm going Kansas City Frank Arizona I'm not confident about it I, I'm not either uh <laughs> Arizona at San Francisco uh Frank I'm going Arizona have a bounce back week I still think they're a legit team I think they're better than the 49ers for sure what about you
1: Uh, I'm right there with you. I think this will be their bounce back week. I I mean, if anyone is looking at that game that the Niners had against the Bears is like, you know what? Maybe they're getting back. Don't. If they win this game, then you can do that. But don't. Yeah. The Bears are not good.
0: Yeah. Agreed.
1: Agreed. And and one thing I want
0: to say, I want to jump back real quick to the Packers. Frank, if you were a Packers fan, Mm -hmm. have you seen anything to suggest that this team is can take that step to the Super Bowl that that the pat that the previous Packers teams haven't. I, I had a lot of debates with with other Packers fans about this, and I I said I didn't. I I just don't see the difference between this team and the other teams. But but am I wrong? Are you seeing something it's, a little
1: bit? Different? Um, no. If that's not a bad thing though. Like I I feel like because I I saw one of the conversations, and I feel like it was taken the wrong way. This team can still make the NFC Championship game potentially, even the Super Bowl because they have the best quarterback or one of them on the fucking planet like he's still phenomenal he's a great football player but it's like there's nothing that oozes special out of that team but n- neither did the last few teams that made the nfc championship he just carries them on their back yeah and it comes a point where you want to see like maybe they get a top five defense to to really put things in or maybe like they get another weapon outside of Devonte adams consistently you know what i mean like it's 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 no it does feel like the same team but i don't think that's that's a bad thing, but it's like it doesn't it doesn't scream like we're the best team in the NFC. And like and we've seen that from the Packers before with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. We've seen yeah. those teams yeah. when when fucking Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb and whoever else they had all had a thousand yards. And it was just like amazing. The defense was middle of the pack. So they were doing the thing like we've seen a, a best team in the NFC Packers. And I don't think I don't think this is that
0: I don't I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I just want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, Sunday night game, uh, Tennessee at the Rams. Uh, obviously, the Rams with the big trade for for Von Miller, the the Titans uh, with the big injury, losing Derrick Henry, um, possibly for all of 2021. I've seen some, uh, some, some people speculate that maybe he could return. I, I don't know if that's going to happen, but um, Adrian Peterson obviously signing the the 36 year old running back instead of the 27 year old Todd Gurley, which, was surprising to me. I think that says a lot about where Todd <laughs> Todd Gurley is at at this point. But uh, you know, Adrian Peterson, Julio Jones, you know, obviously we talked a, a little bit uh, last week about AJ Brown getting back on track. He he seems to kind of have figured some things out with Ryan Tannehill. Frank, I, I don't know why I'm talking this up. We're both going <laughs> we're both going Rams,
1: right? Yeah, both going Rams, but the Titans have looked really good as of late. Yeah. Um, I've, without Derrick Henry though, that's that's tough, man. I mean, we're gonna see where you know Jeremy Jeremy McNichols has looked good. He's a good third down running back. I, I I'm curious to see if they're gonna use him all three downs or if he's gonna stick in that role or a little bit of both. But he's not a bad player. It's just I don't think anyone is Derrick Henry.
0: I saw the Titans also signed Donta Foreman for for some reason. I know that that was a you you were a big guy on you 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 liked him a lot back in the day. So um, he's your boy. Uh, Frank, is is there a better quarterback wide receiver combo in the NFL right now than than Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup?
1: Uh, the ones in the conversation would be Rodgers and Devontae. That might, that that might, might be, be where it. the conversation ends. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, they have been phenomenal. I mean, those, those are the top two. You can number them however you want to. But yeah, yeah they, they I mean, have, it, Cooper pace, has been phenomenal.
0: On pace for like 25 touchdowns. Time to see. I mean, it won't happen. There's going to be a couple games where he slows down a little bit. I think that may start happening towards the end of the year where teams start really just being like, all right, we're not going to let this guy keep beating us. But dude, know, but
1: that's, that's the hard thing, though, is like, He's like, the, and this, we sort of talked about this a couple of weeks ago, the yards after catch guys are so hard to deal. With. I mean, we just saw it with Debo Samuel. Yeah, He's not shredding you with his you know, route running and granted um, Cooper cup is a really good route runner too, but it's like, what do you do to that? Like you can't expect your corner to stick with it. I mean, you know, there's not very many like Darrell Revis is in their primes. Yeah. Or Richard Sherman's in the brother that can just, I, I, wherever you go, I go. And I'm going to be on you all game. Yeah. And it's like, it's tough, man. It's tough. <laughs> the, if he stays healthy, guy, it's going to be tough.
0: The one guy in the league who maybe probably could keep up with him is on the other side of the ball. Yeah, it's on his team. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's on his team. Uh, no, that I think that might be a good game to watch. Um, a game that will not be a good game to watch. Close out the week. Monday Night Football. Bears at Steelers. Frank, here we are. Uh, no man in cast. Because Peyton Manning and, and, and Eli were like, I'm not fucking watching this fucking game. Although I, I'm, I will say I'm a little surprised because I thought maybe with like the connection uh, with with Eli and with Big Ben, you know, they're in the same draft class. Obviously, I thought maybe that could be one game that he'd want to make sure that they do. And I would have loved to have gotten their thoughts on on Justin Fields. Um, instead of having to listen to Steve Levy and and Brian Grie, and it is not a good broadcast at all. I agree. Uh, so definitely disappointed there. Um, I, I mean, we're we're both going Steelers. We talked about it in in our fan in our extra podcast. I, I don't. Know, it wasn't a fantasy episode this week. Still, go check it out though. We have some very blunt thoughts about the Bears and their future. So so definitely make sure to check that out. Um, you know, Bears obviously don't make any sort of moves to you know in in free uh before the trade deadline so roster's still pretty much the exact same frank if the bears are going to win this game what needs to happen do you see there being any sort of possibility that they win this game
1: uh i mean the way to beat the steelers is by having an effective passing game and they're the number one run defense in the league um and an average pass defense, which is obviously heightened by the run. Cause you're, you know, you're taking away some play action stuff and whatnot. Um, so with that being said, I, I mean, we, 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 we continue to see Justin Fields ability to put throws on the money, make big time throws, but we haven't seen this coaching staff game plan for him to throw the ball 40 or 50 times. Um, you know, we're not in the early 2000s anymore. The style of play of letting your quarterback throw 20 times isn't going to get it done, especially against this type of a defense. So I just don't have faith in the coaching staff to get that done. So it's, but to get it done, that's what you're going to have to do. You're gonna have to effectively pass the ball 40 or 50 times a game against this team. And your defense just has to show. I mean, I'm not saying like dominate, just show up. Big Ben is a shell of himself, dude. I mean, well, what I really see happening in this game is it's going to be ugly. I think the defense does show up because it's—I mean—you don't really have much to like. the The one person that may have a really big game is Deontay Johnson, just because he's really good after the catch as well. Najee Harris, you know, our run defense isn't the greatest. He may have a solid game too, but you look at up and down that offense—they're not terribly scary, especially with Big Ben being where he is right now in his career. Prime Big Ben, you're scared with this secondary. This Big Ben you're not petrified this is going to be like a 12 to nine ugly game on Monday night. And then Steve Levy is just going to be out there just saying dumb shit. Like he always, like he has been. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, can I just say, I barely liked him on sports center. Why the fuck is he doing this?
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why Monday night football can't, can't really figure it out. I mean, I, as, as ironically as, as this might come across, I've missed the days of, Mike Tarico and and, uh, you know, his Italian-ness. And then, of course, John Gruden, uh, his Gruden grinders. And, you know, ter- those two people have really come up, <laughs> come a long way. Bring back Booger. <laughs> Bring back Booger. I just don't know how Monday Night Football, like, has fall has just fallen so hard. It's They're bad, just man. it's just a bad product. They just consistently get bad games. I don't know why ESPN continues to, like, want to do it like just get rid of it. We don't need Monday Night Football. I mean, I, I'm not mad about it, but I also don't really. It, if it's just going to be bad, then what's the point? And, yeah. I mean, I think that's what you're going to get this week. I, I really do hope, like, Najee Harris, I hope he torches the Bears' run defense. I, I really hope he runs over Eddie Goldman and just sends him to, you know, do whatever he needs to do. I'm, I'm sick of him, all right? I, I'm tired of this Bears team. I, I don't want to look at him anymore, all right? I want Matt Nagy to come back. And and they get blown out like, I honestly hope they lose like fifty four to like twenty seven because at least Steelers that means
1: have that in it though. At, at, at the least minimum. that
0: means that they can score some points. Like I, I want the Bears' offense to perform well. Um, I I think that's all I'm really looking for, right? We're, you and I aren't really looking for wins. We're looking for the improvement from Justin Fields. Yeah. But my problem is Frank is I just don't think there really is that much room for improvement with this team that he has. And and let me explain that because it's it sounds a little weird. Justin Fields, I think he's using his weapons best he can, but it's up to other guys. We talked about this a number of times. We talked about this with fucking Mitch too. We, so don't don't act like it's just we're trying to, you know, protect Justin Fields by saying his guys are, you know, his his supporting cast is bad. We talked about this with Mitch. Guys need to step up. Justin Fields threw another interception because Darnell Mooney can't catch a football. Yep. Like it, it, it. enough is enough. Al Robinson, stay on your fucking feet. Stop falling down. Yep. Cole Komet, catch the football, man. Jesse James taking your job because he can catch the ball. And if yep. Jesse James can do that, why was he not before? Because Matt Nagy wasn't allowing him to do that. Cause he's calling personnel plays. He's not, I, I don't want Jesse in the game. Come on. We signed him. He looks good in the preseason. We don't want that. Oh, Jesse, you know, they're, t- they're talking about chemistry and how it's an issue, you know, for, for Justin Fields and Allen Robinson, then get him guys playing that he used in the preseason that he looked good with
1: it's yeah. simple stuff, man. I, well, you know what though? I, and I'm glad you brought it up again. Cause I was going to make this point when cause you, uh, you brought that up as well with the Allen Robinson point, um, in the, the extra episode, whatever the fuck we're calling it. The other, the other thing we have on YouTube, um, And isn't that sort of, isn't that sort of telling as to where Allen Robinson is right now in his Bears career? Because that's not affecting, I I get Mooney had some more reps with Justin Fields in the preseason, but he was still running with the ones in in Andy Dalton. Like, it seems to me like he's taking the time to get on the same page with this kid and Allen Robinson is not. Maybe I'm being too harsh. Maybe that's a, a bit much, but that's what it feels like.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I definitely Justin Fields was thrown to to Riley Ridley, who's not even on the team anymore. He was throwing yeah. to Javon Wims, who's not on the team anymore. Like there were just guys he was throwing to that just aren't on the team. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I don't know what is going on. And 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 I think this is where people may not think it's that important uh for, for the reporters to be in the locker room. But obviously due to COVID and, and just the Bears secrecy in general, they just don't, the guys just aren't talking. And I think that shows a lack of leadership uh, in, in the locker room where it's Justin Fields has to talk because he's the quarterback. Matt Nagy has to talk. And then it really is just guys who were volunteering. Khalil Herbert's a guy who's talking. Sam Mustafer is a guy who's talking. Uh, we haven't heard anything from really from Akeem Hicks. We haven't heard Anything from Allen Robinson, nothing, nothing at all from Khalil Mack, barely anything from Roquan Smith. Sometimes he talks. I don't even yeah. know if I've ever heard Jalen Johnson really talk. Not that I'm saying I necessarily need a cornerback to be talking, but those veterans in that locker room are not speaking to the media. And it and and the reason I think that's an issue for us as Bears fans is that we don't know where guys certain guys are at with where their headspace is at. Contract extensions, guys say all the time they don't like talking about it. You know, they they just want to let things go. They don't want to deal with it. They don't even want to think about it. But Allen Robinson, something is clearly going on. Yeah. Because this is his worst season in the NFL ever. With Even with guys like Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky throwing him the the, the football. And people are like, well, you know, Justin Fields, he can't even use Allen Robinson right. Like, look how Mitch was able to get him the ball. It's like... You guys aren't watching the game then because Allen Robinson is never open. He's not making those plays. He's not making those one-on-one plays. And the last thing I want to say is that Frank talking about chemistry is important because one of his best skill sets is the jump balls, right? Those 50-50, he's going to take that ball away. Justin Fields isn't throwing him that because he doesn't trust him. Because every time I think Justin Fields is throwing the fucking football, he's falling on his ass. (laughs) Like Mitch had that confidence to throw, to make those throws because they had that relationship. But again, Frank talking about a lame year, uh, a a lame duck year, not extending Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson, not knowing where he's going to be next year. Why would he bother putting in the extra effort to build this relationship? That's not going to last for more than one season.
1: Yeah, well, I mean that that sort of becomes a double-edged sword, and I don't want to dig too deep into that. But then it's also like, why why is another team going to pay you a hundred million dollars if you if you just check? It's, it's it's a dumb business decision on his part if he's taking this year like, oh, let's let me just get out of this year healthy because you're not going to get the money you think you are that way. Um, I mean, really, my last point, point, we me get out of here. I just want Justin Fields to succeed very clearly in spite of Matt Nagy. So he continues to develop and Matt Nagy leaves at the end of the year. That, that's really what I'm, what I want out of this game and out of everything else moving forward. Um, If we win this game, I, just to see like people, I just see it right now. The screenshots of NFL on Fox of still in the hunt bears, four and five. Look we we were. We made the graphic boys Dude, Reddit, the Reddit fucking loves it. They eat that shit up. We, when, when we won two games in a row last year, after that 16 moving trick, that's, it was all over it. Look, in the hunt, look at us. And I'm like, dude, I hate every single one of you.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't think you'll have to worry about that, Frank. This isn't a good football team. I really don't think they're, and, and listen, listen, uh, whatever you think about big Ben, when it comes to games like this, where you're not quite sure, you know, typically you'll, you, you will lead in quarterback, but I think another way you can lean is coaching. And yeah, that's true. I would bet anything in the world that Mike Tomlin will not be outcoached by Matt Nagy. I don't think anyone believes that that can happen. So I I don't think you'll have to anything to worry about, Frank. I I think they're going to lose this one. Um, Like you said, just hopefully the offense looks good and hopefully Justin Fields does continue to show, um, maybe not statistic wise, but maybe, you know, like you were talking about how the game seems to be speeding up a little bit and he's making better decisions. He's you know, making those special plays that we saw that with that yeah. touchdown run. I mean, that's that's not play calling. That's Matt Nagy would deserve no credit for that if he was on yeah. the sideline. That's just Justin Fields being special and just, you know, proving people wrong, apparently, who think that he's worse than Cooper Rush and and uh, Kellen Mond and uh Zach Wilson and all those people as well.
1: Well, yeah. And the, the thing that's so comical about that is even if he was right now worse than some of these guys, it's his fifth game. Like, I, th- this doesn't, like, I just want to see progression from what the first day that I saw him to the last day of the season. That's all, it's not, you know, again, I think when people are that harsh on rookies, you really thought that they were going to come in here and change your franchise from day one. And that's just, an. no matter who it is, that's an asinine expectation to set.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So we will see what happens on Monday night. Hopefully, you know, we get the results we need. Uh, other than that, you know, there's there's some other interesting games. Uh, season's cruising right along. I think we'll be, you know, by at the at the playoff stuff right, <laughs> right before we know it. So till yeah. next week, we'll talk to you guys then, Frankie.
1: Later, everybody. Later, Jackie.